Blog Talk Radio. Okay, I'm going to assume that that we're back on, even though I'm having extreme technical difficulties. This is the second time I'm trying it, and I I really don't think it's operator malfunction. I've been doing this for about 10 years. So welcome back, you health renaissance people, and hopefully you'll be able to hear this one. Civil disobedience. Now, when we look at this, here's a quote from John Kramer. The people's silence is the tyrant's greatest advocate. The less the captives talked, the less they knew. The less they knew, the more they feared. The more they feared, the more easily others could manipulate them to their own ends. And the more easily the captives could be controlled. Welcome to the controlled communist socialist state of California. Now, we're going to run through some of the things that are going on. So if you've just been uh, arriving here after months and months at sea, you're going to find it completely crazy. Last week, they took off the restrictions. But does it make sense that if you walk on the grass, that there'd be a problem um, with spreading a virus? Yeah, I know. That's insane. Now, all of this psychosis has been based on the London College, Imperial College of London, Neil Ferguson. Now, (laughs) Sue Denham, now this was based on a model saying 2 million people are going to die in America, half a million people are going to die in the UK, and in order to stem the tide, to slow the spread of this, they instituted massive draconian restrictions that were never really done to this extent, ever. And then we have um, representatives like Maxine Waters, who said that people that want to reopen should be ashamed of themselves. She doesn't want to see small businesses open back up and told Governor Gavin Newsom, be as tough as you can be. Really? Okay, do you know what the death rate's going to be like when you unemploy everyone and wipe out small businesses and then print a huge amount of money? Now, what happened to businesses divided into essential and non-essential? Who came up with that? Okay, let me tell you, if you are a hairstylist and you have three kids and you're a single mom and this is your only source of income, your business is essential. Okay, now, open and closed with restrictions. This is going completely against our Constitution. Sports events have been canceled. Worship has been canceled. Churches, synagogues, mosques, temples, everything. You can't go there. Is that based in science or is this based in control? Parks, beaches, trails are closed. Really? How does that you're, – you're walking, you're hiking outside. This is a physical activity. Then you quarantine and healthy people. People are told to stay home, stay safe. Good bumper sticker um, slogan there. Then people are told to wear masks and maintain social distancing. Why and how long will this be? Well, if you ask questions like that, you're going to be told that this is the new normal. And sure enough, forced vaccination, man, that's that's on its way. That's where the end of this goes. 
and then the government printing money to maintain cash flow. Uh, and now this is like, and this is an insult to all eight-year-old autistic kids, but this is with no thought. A government, it, it, when you understand how things work, a person has to do a service or produce a product. For that, they've created value. That value is translated into either food, clothing, shelter, or recreation. Now, you cannot have the workforce not working, not serving, not producing things, and just printing money. And so the government is printing massive amounts of money, which is going to devaluate and cause a recession that will encompass the globe. And then we have forced vaccine um, the new normal, and this will be no liability. Now, this is a new novel vaccine, rushed science, no liability. Um, that's insane. Now, understand that your body has 380 trillion vices, viruses that live inside of you. You are a part of this ecosystem. They are part of you. You need viruses. You need bacteria. You need funguses to completely alter our human society because of one virus, particularly when you look at who is getting sick from that one virus, 99.9% .9 of everyone that's ever died from that virus has a comorbid condition. So to quarantine healthy people is not based in science. It's insanity. Now, when we know that unemployment or economic catastrophe uh, literally kills millions, um, according to the UN, hundreds of thousands of children will die, okay, because of the economic control. Now, even the very first um, video that I did, way back at the first part of January, I said, look, I'm not afraid of the virus. Because I understand viruses, you got two choices. You got some that are highly infectious and not very deadly, others that are highly deadly and not very infectious. Um, you can't really have both. All viruses, all viruses, if you strengthen your immune system, um, you have a resistance. And now, now we're looking, because the Imperial College of London, their model was so dysfunctional. And people are saying that it was so off that it shouldn't even be used. In fact, when we look at um, Susan Denham, software engineer, because they just opened up the modeling to um, softwares, and they said all papers based on this code, the Imperial College of London by Neil Ferguson, should be retracted immediately. Absolutely. Then we look, uh, this is from March 24th, Oxford epidemiologist said that the doomsday models are way off. And because they don't factor in herd immunity. And we also have a huge number of people um, like John Ioannidis, okay, and this is back in March 17th, saying, look, to do all these responses without reliable data um, is, is crazy. We don't know if we're failing to capture infections by a factor of three or 300. So based on false data, the whole thing is shutting it down doesn't make sense. And sure enough, when you look at the National Vital Statistics System, now this was an alert sent to every medical doctor in America, March 24th. And this means that if you had a patient that died, should you put down on that death certificate COVID-19? Should you? Well, 
if I knew a patient that died and they had positive and they died from this, like they were healthy before they got this and died, then absolutely you should, except that's not what the sheet of paper says. It says COVID-19 should be reported on death certificates where it is assumed to have caused, contributed to have caused, or has caused. So it's the cause, whether it's assumed or contributed, it is still the cause. That means if you have somebody who just had a heart operation or had stage four cancer and multiple rounds of chemotherapy and was at death's door, caught this cold and they died, okay, they died of the, of the virus. That's insane. Uh, we know that the testing that they're doing is 80% inaccurate, according to the National Institute of Health. So let's just look at California. When we look at California, think of this. We got a population. This is, um, remember, California quarantine, March 19th, and here we are, middle of May, and it's still in quarantine. We had a population around 39 million people, okay? Now, on average, 282,000 people die. That means this, in, this is normal. This is life. Okay, these are people getting hit by cars, die of heart disease, cancer. You know, just with 39 million people, every year about 282,000 will die. And then you hear these pundits saying, look, we can shut down the whole economy. Yes, it's going to be bad for everyone. But if we can save one life, really, how many thousands and people are going to die because of the shutdown of the economy? Now, in California, we have normal deaths of 774 people die. That means every day before any virus or anything, on average, uh, 774 people die. That means you have a 0.72 chance of dying, okay, in California if you live in California. That means you have a 99.3% chance of living in California. Now, let's look at coronavirus deaths in all of California, about 3,302. Um, now, that means you have a 0.008% chance of dying from corona if you live in California. That means you have a 99.992% chance of life. Now, if you think about just the 60 days of lockdown, the 46,000 Americans have died regularly. Yeah, that's right. I, I, it, it, to do this response makes no sense. And now when we look at the vaccine, Moderna, and this was out of the Journal of Virology, um, or the, or the modified vaccine that they're using, way back in 2004, they tried to build a SARS vaccine, and they injected ferrets, and sure enough, the ferrets developed a good antibody response, except when the ferrets were exposed to the virus, um, they died. And they say extreme caution should be taken in human trials with the SARS vaccine due to the potential liver damage from immunization and viral infections. Now, we have a needle that's going to be injected. Now, the Department of Defense um, and the Health and Human Services awarded a uh, contract to Apiject Systems. Now, there's a pre-filled syringe, so as soon as they get the vaccine, which is rushed to market, it also comes with an RFID microchip um, on the on the COVID-19 vaccination syringe with your name on it, and that's the new normal. So they will know that you have been bag-tagged, shot, 
And in this article, it says, the only question, what will you do when they come to your door and tell you it's mandatory? You might want to figure out your response to that scenario sooner rather than later. Now would be a good time. Absolutely. Now, we know that the, that all vaccines, okay, according to the, the Geneva Conference that was put on by the World Health Organization and the World Health Organization chief scientist said, quote, I think we cannot overemphasize the fact that we really don't have very good safety monitoring systems in many countries. And this adds to the miscommunication and misapprehensions because we're not able to give clear-cut answers when people ask questions about deaths that have occurred due to particular vaccines. And this always gets blown up in the media. Yeah, no kidding. I would say, oh my gosh, it should get blown up in the media, particularly if you have a forced or mandated vaccine um, that, that has no liability. We should be aware of that. Now, we know that at that same conference, they say we have shifted, quote, we have shifted the human population to a vaccine-induced dependency on vaccine-induced immunity. We're in a very fragile state now. We have developed a world that is dependent on vaccination, and we don't have a choice but to make that effort. Absolutely. Forced vaccination, um, forced um, home confinement, uh, forced uh, wearing masks and gloves if you walk outside, even though it's not based in science. And this is in a supposedly free country. It's supposedly free country, okay, where you're supposed to be able to have certain rights. Well, let's look back because and all the things I've told you, you should be pissed off by now. And that makes sense. Let's look at the Declaration of Independence, July 4th, 1776. Listen to the words of this, because we have to take back the country and rebuild it, okay? But we have a good plan. We don't need to reinvent the will. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among those, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, Get this next part. And to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. The consent of the governed. Are, have you consented? Well, let's look at this further. The, the Declaration of Independence goes on to say that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter and abolish it and institute new government, laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to effect their safety and happiness. Brilliant. Let's also look at the preamble of the Constitution. Quote, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Liberty. Let's look at the Bill of Rights. Amendment 1, Congress shall make no law establishment of a religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or bridging freedom of speech or freedom of the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Now, Amendment 2, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of a people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Brilliant. I love that. But remember, 
we have a massive controlling influence, not of our government, but of the pharmaceutical industry to force this vaccination on the entire world's population. Okay, they will institute martial law if anyone um, institutes a violent act. So it's vital that we change this pattern. We change this juggernaut, okay, that the governments of the world, uh, not all the governments, because some countries did not shut down. They did not quarantine their people. They did not put their people in house arrest. And some countries actually don't even have forced medical procedures without consent. Okay, ours is not among those free states. Our country is now um, forcing us to do things against our Bill of Rights and our Constitution. Uh, so make sure that even though we have the right to keep and bear arms, that they are not used for violence. They are only used for – because the first time an uprising or a demonstration becomes violent, they will initiate martial law, and things will get worse very, very quickly. The Fourth Amendment, okay, um, of, of our Bill of Rights, the right of people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effect against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrant shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by the oath or affirmation of a, a particular describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. That means that H.R. 666, when people knock on your door and force you to submit to a test, and the test we already know is 80% inaccurate with false positives, if they find someone that's self-quarantined in their house, they have the rights to remove that person and quarantine them wherever they want. Yes, this is um, it's an abolishment of... Our first, second, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, ninth, and tenth amendments, uh, we have to take our government back. Absolutely. Now, this was done back in the 60s. And think of this uh, they had laws where, depending on the color of your skin, you couldn't eat at a restaurant, you couldn't use a restroom, you couldn't marry someone, you couldn't use a drinking fountain. Now, people died. Okay, on those marches, people died because of violence in those. But that tumultuous time, okay, um, changed our society. Okay, and now we can look back at that and change our society again. But let's use facts and data. When you go to covid.lacounty.gov, let's look at just L.A. County. Now, L.A. County has a little bit over 10 million people. Out of that 10 million people, as of May 17th, a couple of days ago, there were 37,000 cases. Um, there were 1,821 deaths. Now, out of 10 million people, 37,000 cases, 1,800 deaths. Now, how many deaths are going to result from the 50% unemployment? Don't know yet. But just let's look at it, because people are kicking you off of Facebook, YouTube, everything, if you have the 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 idea or the uh, the arrogance to suggest that the COVID nineteen or the SOS cov two, which is what it's officially called, is just like the flu. Well, let's look at the facts or stats in LA County. Uh, Eighteen hundred and twenty-one people. 
at a 10,118,000. That gives you a death rate from the COVID-19 of 0.018%. If we look at the death of flu rate this year, there's 2,055 people that have died. That gives a 0.020. So it, the flu is slightly worse, okay, than COVID in LA. But it was much worse two years ago and much worse last year. And nobody shut it down. Now, when we look at heart disease, 11,000 people died of that, okay, not the 1,800. We didn't shut down the economy for heart disease, Alzheimer's and more, cerebral vascular disease is more. All of these things are worse, but we did not shut it down. So why are we doing this? Then we have these eight-year-old autistics that we elected as mayor, Eric Garcetti, ordering people to wear a face covering even when you're outside the home. Now, not only does that weaken a body's immune system, but where is it based in science? Then Garcetti goes on to state, we have never been fully closed and we will never completely open until we have a cure. Really? Okay, they've been working for 16 years to find a vaccine for this. But they, and they still haven't found it. They are never going to find a vaccine for the common cold. They're never going to find one that's uh, more than 20% to 50% effective for the flu. Okay, and you, if you look at the statistics from the CDC, about 60 to 90,000 people every year die of the flu. And we have a vaccine for that, and they don't work. So where's the cure? Where's he talking about? Or does he just want to keep Los Angeles and turn it into back into the desert? Because I got to tell you, if you put restrictions on small businesses where 80% of the population is employed and you make it impossible for them to run their business, the, the, the desert will take over L.A., and I love these comments by him. We we have all um, we have to all recognize that we're not moving beyond COVID nineteen. We're learning to live with it. And I love this one. Does this sound like a uh, Goebbels uh, in Nazi Germany? Bring your mask wherever you leave your home, and that will help us get more freedoms. No, that wasn't uh, Nazi Germany. That was Garcetti. Now, does this make sense? Okay, they've opened up L.A. County beaches for activities. However, no chairs, no canopies, no coolers, no grills, no sunbathing, and even the beach parking lots, bike paths, boardwalks, and volleyball courts and piers remain closed. Yeah, that's based in science. So, I mean, the worst one is what's happening. There's some states, like the Dakotas, they never shut down. Brilliant. Then you have states like Michigan, where the, Whitmer is just like crazy. Listen to this one. Residents may travel between two homes in the state or out of the state, but they cannot travel to a vacation rental. You're right. We've known vacation rentals are completely toxic and infected with COVID, but two homes in the state or out of the state that you own is okay. So owning it means it's safe. Renting it is not safe. Right. Okay. Now, and I encourage you to go to Green Medical Info um, and look up Dr. Russell Blaylock. I mean, brilliant article on face masks. And listen to the first sentence here. Uh, 
We have seen a number of medical practices that have little or no scientific support as regards to reducing the spread of this infection. One of the measures is wearing uh, face masks, either surgical type mask, bandana, or N95 respirator. Uh, and, and he goes on with multiple references to state that this is insanity. Okay, so if you're pissed off now, fantastic. Let's look at an older book. It's still in print. Okay, Isaiah 2.4. Quote, he will judge between the nations and settle the disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Violence will result in martial law and further restrictions. The best defense that we have to rebel against this, okay, right now is to get outside of the system. Okay, now, number one, talk to your neighbors. Okay, obviously, you've got a plan for an economic catastrophe that's going to be over the next few years. So growing your own food, starting a little garden. They used to do victory gardens in, in Europe. And fantastic. Um, support your local farmers. Okay, if you have a neighbor that has a yard but is sick, work the land for them. Um, look at if you don't have that, if you're living in the city, go to the farmers markets and arrange and tell them, you know, that that this is going to be your main source of food. And so secure your supply lines. Do not trust Whole Foods or supermarkets. Take charge of your own health. That means if you're taking a medication, find out why you're taking it. And if you're looking at high blood pressure, high cholesterol, type 2 diabetes, or inflammatory bowel disorders, those are all stress responses. To take a chemical in all your physiology, like a medication, okay, without doing the correcting the underlying cause of the stressor, it, it, there's a bad outcome. And we know that 99.9% .9 of everyone that's dying from the flu and from corona all have second comorbid conditions. So looking at, looking at your health from a different perspective makes sense. And that's why we have never shut down our doors and never will. Okay, then educate yourself. Look at the free unbiased services. Start using DuckDuckGo. Start looking at BitChute. Look at Dell Bigtree, Green Medical Info. Look at um, the stuff that we have. Okay, get out there. And we have to start to form small communities because eventually they will shut down the Internet. They will shut down Facebook. They're already censoring a lot of this. So we need to support our small communities so that we get education. And, and so look at your email list. When you get a really cool video, spread it out. Tell people to copy it. And eventually we will be training others, okay, so that we can teach others. So just like we used to do in the old days, stand on a soapbox and, and preach. Petitions that support your constitutional freedoms, absolutely. Now we know that countries have a life cycle. And um, there, there's multiple sociologists agree on it. And we are now in the phase of the of apathy to dependence by taking away your job by forcing you to take money because you can't they're not they're not allowing you to work 
okay, you are now in dependence and bondage. When 40% of a nation's population um, is reached the governmental dependency phase, that's when riots happen. We are now well over 50%, well over 50%. I mean, heck, back in 2011, 49% of households had some type of government um, funding. And we cannot just print money. So realize that the way this society is going to work, violence will not help. We have to break up into small, independent, self-sufficient communities. And you can have these communities with inside of a city. So we don't always need to, to leave to go to the desert or the mountains or, or you know, islands. We can have these communities inside of large cities. But we have to know that we have to live within our means and be self-sufficient. Know that your job might not be there. Okay, so develop different skills. Learn how to grow food, how to cook, how to clean, how to sew, how to make things. Okay, because you may have to change your lifestyle. And that is absolutely okay. And eventually, these small communities will start to join together. And if we have a good basis of, of living within our means, living within our environment, supporting each other, growing a community that's, that's based on harmony with the environment and harmony with each other, and we can utilize the U.S. Constitution, take all of the good things from there, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, you know, a free market so that we can make a difference and also something that we live in harmony. That is the world that we have to vision. That's the world that we can create and we can create it. You, me, everyone can, but we got to destroy the ignorance of wearing masks and these restrictions that are beyond our, beyond all reasonable and rational understanding. This is Dr. John Bergman, your health advocate. We will take back our health. God bless you, and I love you.